Hi, my name is Don Long. I started this podcast to share not only my story, but to share others' untold stories, to share the truth and journey of healing, so I can show you that it is safe to do the same. We are transforming and healing together. This show is about the heart-centered transformation for you, for me, and the world. This is the Your Transformation Journey show, and this is our journey together. Let's begin. Hello, welcome everyone. I thought I would do a bonus episode because um, I got some things to talk about, to really discuss. And sometimes life is a struggle. And I love to keep it real, keep it transparent. There's a lot of things that have been going on the past couple of weeks um, that have really set me back a little bit. And when we go through life and things are going good and then all of a sudden another shoe drops. And it's one of those situations that you don't expect. And especially if you have a loved one that's just as impacted Um, especially if you live in the state of Missouri, (laughs) it is one of those things. I can't really talk about it very much, um, because we're trying to work on some, some remedies for that. And it's, it's just really disheartening when you have a loved one that is just as impacted that is doing all the things they're supposed to be doing but we allow a polygraph test to determine whether they get to go back or not and to me that is just insane in this day and age is draconian at best medieval at worst and we allow this as a society One of the things that we can do to help fix it is start asking for transparency in these processes. And that is something that we don't have any of, is any transparency. The justice system is very opaque and very much um, in a huge overhaul. Australia is struggling with the same things. Um, I'm part of a, I see part of a post Um, about how Australia is incarcerating youth at an extremely high rate. Y'all, this is not the answer. A lot of people that are currently justice impacted have mental health issues. And as we get better with that as a country as a whole, we need to start implementing that into a restorative justice reform. We can't keep putting people behind bars and expect a good outcome. There are studies out there that show that once five years has passed, there's really nothing reformative about it. In all reality, there's probably nothing reformative about it after two years. But the studies out there show, you know, five and why as a society we keep 
doing these things and keep putting people back when reality we need a better system for mental health care and I know I'll probably poke the bear because a lot of people don't believe in our country for social medical care social medical reform but come on guys and gals we've we've got to change something we can't keep throwing people behind bars in the 70s we had 350,000 people that were just as impacted we're in the 2000s we have over 2 million people currently incarcerated what does that tell you it doesn't tell you that people were are no more worse than what they were in the 70s it tells you we as a society decide that we want to do punishment and we think punishment is going to solve everything in reality it's making things worse and instead of really helping people we just go like well just lock them up and throw away the key that is not the freaking answer your prison systems ladies and gentlemen in reality i just saw a study that just came out only seven percent of our prison system is actually private the rest of it is publicly held you have prison systems that are so understaffed that these correction officers will take bribes to bring in drugs to bring in all the things we need to fix this and it doesn't mean to make harsher laws because that in reality does not work yes are there some people that are in there that need to stay in there most likely but that's usually a very small percentage and those are for the ones that have physically harm somebody or unenlivened a person because we have to be careful how we say these things on social media right and we need to get to the point to where we're looking at true restorative justice because even the victims are telling the justice system these sentences are insanely long it does nothing for society and then you have employers that even if they have their records expunged that they still won't hire that person and that person is trying to do everything in their power to be a productive citizen but we keep knocking them down because of medieval draconian freaking laws that we just want to keep punishing people and then you wonder why the recidivism rate is the way it is it is the policies that we have created and you even have people like Adam Walsh that is telling you that the unintended consequences of a lot of things that we're doing is not working it's actually making it worse and it's making this society worse because we aren't taking into account of actually helping people do you understand that when people are just as impacted and they go to be incarcerated that they really don't get that help that they need these programs that these states say that they have is laughable at best and we're not really targeting the actual true mental health issue 
we're really not. So as people that are listening to my podcast, I want you to share this segment. I want you to start a conversation about how we can actually do true justice reform. It took 30 years to do justice reform on drugs. We're still fighting that. Missouri, we're actually fighting to move crack from being the highest um, punishment because really it's just a different form of cocaine. It's the same thing, but yet we want to, again, punish harsher for it. In the state of Missouri, if you have a sex offense and you fought and you fail a polygraph per part of your parole, and everybody knows polygraphs is freaking junk science, we know this, but we still use it to punish people. We still use it on people that already are being mental warfare against because they already have those mental issues so instead of continuing to help with those mental health issues and getting the actual help that they actually need they just throw them in group therapy which sometimes works but they don't incorporate individual therapy but we still use polygraphs to continue to punish there is no other person or justice impacted person that has to do this when they're out on parole there is many states that use it it's not just missouri so look it up start getting in contact with your legislators start really doing the research and really understanding that a lot of our laws that we have and we do is fear-based and a lot of the things Things that these particular laws are based off of was one article that was not even peer-reviewed people not even peer-reviewed and we based our laws off of that one article look it up it's very very easy to find and I want people to understand this is the stuff that we're fighting against this is the stuff we're fighting for because everybody deserves a second chance and until they get to that point to where they don't deserve that second chance or that third or fourth chance whatever it is then we come up with other ideas other solutions we have other countries that know how to work on these mental health issues you have countries like germany norway sweden all of these other countries that actually promote mental health wellness and actually get people the help they need start doing the research because people as much as i love my country and i love the people in it we have lawmakers that literally are sitting on top of their little thrones up there that really have no clue what is actually going on and you actually have the justice system is so opaque that not even the federal government is having success in fixing the federal portion of it so can you imagine the states the only way we're going to fix it is start talking about justice reform and start making it a priority and actually start listening to the people that have been justice impacted none of us are saying that people shouldn't be held accountable for their actions but when is enough is enough when is that because you're continuously punishing people for the very wrong reasons we continue to use medieval tactics for justice reform our country was founded on freedom what it was actually truly founded on 
but now I'm beginning to wonder because we've let so many freedoms go in the name of safety that this is where we're at and in all honesty we're no more safer now than we were in the 70s or the early 1800s we're really not and if safety is what you're looking for in your life life inherently is actually not that safe if we wanted to stay safe we would have stayed on the other side get me but we're here to make a difference I am here to make a difference and if I can get this justice reform piece and get people to really understand and pay attention on what's actually going on and what is actually happening in our society because there is so many cracks and people are noticing and they're finally understanding that what we see up in our lawmakers and Capitol Hill and all these places they really are not for us the people and it's time that we stand up as a collective and start demanding change and start writing our legislators letters start sending and talking about it on social media because you would not believe the amount of people that I've seen in a place that I currently am employed at that we've turned away so many really good people that would be really good for the company and because of their backgrounds DUIs drug charges all of it and they can't get a second chance they're lucky if they can get hired at McDonald's or some factories that is their life and you wonder why we have the crime rate we do it's because of policies that we have created as a society has unintended consequences and those unintended consequences have created an 80 billion dollar a year industry and it's the families that are paying this it is not the ones that are, are justice impacted that are currently incarcerated it's the families that have to pay this we are the ones that are paying for all of the fees that's associated with them being incarcerated and some of you are listening will go well don't pay it well it's extortion at its finest by the government you pretty much have to pay these fees because if you don't you'll never hear from your loved one they'll not get the outside support that they actually need these are the changes that we need to have i implore you start doing the research because it is out there but they don't want people to be educated in this they want us to be completely fear-based and there was actually just a recently released study um, that talks about the fear based on certain offenses that people are incarcerated for. So I understand if you want to quit listening, that's fine. But this is a fight that we all need to fight because it impacts everybody, whether you want it to or not. It impacts you as a business owner. It impacts you as a citizen.
it impacts you as a parent, a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle, a mom, a dad. It impacts everyone. So, you are loved. You are the beacon of hope. And you are unstoppable. Like this podcast, do me a favor and share among your friends and your family. Let's get this podcast to grow. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And I also have a website. You are loved.